Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. What, what? Or howdy? I guess howdy, because I'm in Texas, right? I asked somebody uh, the other day, what would John Wayne do? And then my answer to myself was uh, probably something sexist or racist. But anyway, that's beside the point. I didn't say that part out loud. This is Rolling with Ungayo right here on CannabisRadio.com and Stitcher and iTunes and all that stuff. Big ups to Saturn Ranch. Big ups to you, good people, for listening. Big ups to Chameleon Glass and all those wonderful things. Today is the 5th of April. Anno Domini 2017, I'm standing in San Antonio, Texas. I'm at Sabinas Coffee Shop, S-A-B-I-N-A-S, no apostrophe, because it's the name of a street. It's on Sabinas and Commerce on the west side of one of my favorite cities in Texas, if not all the country, San Antonio, Texas. It's a gorgeous spring day. It's about 68 degrees outside. I am freshly roasted on some J1 that I brought with me from Sacramento. So I got a nice sativa rambly buzz going, and I'm full of barbacoa and eggs and Texas toast and coffee. So this is very exciting. Uh, Let's get to dessert first. We had two interesting desserts this week. There was a Kahlua cream cake that I thought was all right. It didn't have enough Kahlua flavor for me. I had that at the uh, Jungle Bird in Midtown Sacramento. Uh, but then I went to my homegirl, Jamie Fernandez. She just opened a donut shop out in East North Sac on Watt, out by the Wendy's, by the 24-hour bowling alley. I'm sure you know right where that is. Uh, called Donut Madness. And it's it's very good. It's not. It's, I personally think that they're better than Voodoo Donuts. I got to say that her raised chocolate-covered donut was one of the best of those donuts I've had in a long, long time. I like her donuts because they're not too sweet. They have a nice little tang to them. And then I had, uh, they had a specialty donut called a Trace Leeches because they have kind of a horror theme at Donut Madness. I don't know if you got that. There, you could get zombie donuts and all kind of crazy shit. But it was a Trace Leeches, so it was like a Trace Leches cake donut uh, with raspberry frosting and cream cheese icing, and that shit, man. Man, that was so good. I didn't even mean to eat the whole thing because, you know, I watched my sugar intake. But I ate the whole damn thing and almost went back and got another one. But I changed my mind. But it was close. So Donut Madness on Watt. What? Watt. That's a, there's a section in Sacramento where all the streets are named after uh, inventors, right? Edison, Watt, Whitney. Uh, there's a Tesla, but it's in a other part of town. They don't even – it's kind of weird. It's, it's fucked up. Tesla, underrated, short shrift. Anyway, let's talk about Texas. Had a show last night. Had two shows last night. I did a happy hour show at a place called The Mix in the St. Mary's Art District. And it was really, really, really nice. Uh, it was a happy hour. So it started at like six o'clock, but really we just sat on the patio and drank beer till like six 30. And then we started the show sparsely attended, but we put the show together on a Friday. So big ups to Zach and Colin and Jesse and uh, Mindy and Rick and Anthony and uh, Andy and Caleb 
I, I think I can name everybody who came to the show. I think I met them all. Big Al, Destiny, Carla. Uh, I'd like to thank all of you for coming out. It was it was a really good time. We're actually going to do another one. Um, Destiny, who does the booking, thought it was great, and she'd like to do one with some planning. Right? We put this together. Zach called me Friday. I was like, hey, do a happy hour show Monday. I was like, oh, all right. So, But it was a good time. And then we went out to uh, – well, we went to La Gloria for queso and tacos. And then – we ended up at Sancho's, which is a bar, uh, surprise. And they had like the music comedy open mic. So I was hanging out with all the San Antonio comics. And uh, then I did a set. And I got to tell you, it's a lot different. <laughs> it's a lot different uh, from playing a happy hour show full of adults who just started drinking. Then going on at 12.15 at the comedy and music open mic uh, with the loud, rowdy drunkards uh but it doesn't matter because uh the golden state warriors won and the spurs lost so there's that and i'm just i'm low-key talking shit on the spurs even though they're my favorite second favorite basketball team not my favorite of course golden state warriors all day but my second favorite team is the spurs uh if you think of it the warriors are actually uh the spurs would be the prototype or the beta and then the warriors would be like the more finished if you use the right tools, you can run that system and style much better. There you go. Some basketball talk. That's kind of weird. That hardly ever happens out here. So here's the thing. I'm heading to McAllen, Texas in just a little while after I finish this. And it's going to be interesting because McAllen, I've been there before. I think we talked about this last week. I'm, I got to say, being in a state, after being in like Washington and Oregon and California, being in a state where marijuana is still illegal is a little nerve-wracking. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not carrying enough weed to get in any serious trouble, I don't think. And the rules have relaxed a lot. But as a matter of fact, just yesterday, the Texas House passed an amendment uh, to decriminalize marijuana all over Texas, all over. Texas. They even have some law enforcement officers behind them all over Texas. Uh, and it looks like it might pass the Senate as well. Although the governor has indicated that he may veto it, which of course would be bullshit. I don't know how that works, but uh, we know some people just hate marijuana, but it's just weird. So the rules are relaxed, but it's still like super illegal. So like everything's in the trunk. And, you know, I worry about making sure the car smells right. And it's just, uh, it's just different. I don't know if my blood pressure appreciates it. That's what I'm saying. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? With you? We soldier on. So I'm driving to McAllen is the point. So I'm driving to McAllen today, and everybody says, you know, when you drive to McAllen, it's cool. But when you drive back from McAllen, because you have the Border Patrol and all that stuff, because McAllen is down by the Mexico border, uh, I'll be performing at the wonderful Cine El Rey, which is a refurbished uh, theater. It's an old school theater, and then they refurbished it. It's one of my favorite words. It was refurbished, not redeveloped, because that sounds gentrificational, gentrifiable. Uh, refurbished, and now they do they show movies, of course, and they do comedy shows, and they have bands and everything. It's a nice little community center, and everybody's really cool, uh, and all the kids are great. And uh, it's my second time there, and I can't wait to go back. But you know, the the debate is. Do I take? They don't really smoke weed down at McAllen. They do a lot of drinking. There's a lot of shot bars. Uh, you're just supposed to go to, from one tiny ass bar, drinking five dollar shots to another. I don't know how that works. It's not really my bag, man. But uh, I don't know. I'll probably just bring two joints 
and then leave the rest of my marijuana in an undisclosed location in uh, in San Antonio. <laughs> Good luck finding it, you guys. <laughs> you know, I might do that. Maybe I'll do that uh, sometime. I'll just leave some weed in a weird spot in a small town, and uh, you know, one of you guys can go get it. <laughs> That's random. It's random as hell. We'll see how it goes. Uh, let me know. Let me know your thoughts on an Ungayo Bilum. Uh, what do you call it? It's not a treasure hunt. Well, it could be a treasure hunt. Uh, let's talk about it. NGAIL420 at yahoo.com. We'll talk about some more things when we come back right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com The 2017 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo makes its way back to the Dallas-Fort Worth area, April 21st to the 23rd at the Fort Worth Convention Center. Register right now at swcexpo.com slash Texas. Check out over 150 exhibitors showcasing their businesses and the new advances being made in medical and legal cannabis markets. Plus, hear from an all-star lineup of celebrities, former football players, medical professionals, and more. Join thousands of curious cannabis consumers just like you at the 2017 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo, Dallas-Fort Worth. Last-minute registration is open now at swccexpo.com slash Texas. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Rollin' with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. All right, this is me, Ungayo Bilam, full of J1 and love. Uh, I'm here sitting here in San Antonio, and uh, this has got to be some sort of weird record for me. I've been in San Antonio 24 hours almost, and I have yet to have any brisket, and that's weird, right? I had the deshabrata at La Gloria last night, which is like a stewed beef, you know what I'm saying? And that shit, man, their deshabrata was tender. Super tender. I ate it with my hands in front of everybody. I don't give a fuck. I'm a savage. Uh, and then I had the barbacoa at Sabina's. We talked about that. And that was also tender and delicious. Uh, but I haven't had any brisket yet. And I've been in Texas 24 hours. And so we're going to rectify that uh, right after this. Because that's really what I do when I come to Texas. What do you eat when you go to Texas, right? You eat meat and corn. And that's probably about it, right? Tortillas and meat. Maybe some eggs in the morning. But, uh. Vegetables be damned. This is Texas. Do some drinking. I had a few drinks last night, too. 
which is weird. I don't really drink a lot, but some something about being in Texas, uh, there are certain towns that lend themselves to drinking, right? Texas, uh, Texas, <laughs> the entire state of Texas is a town that lends itself to drinking. New Orleans lends itself to drinking. Uh, Vegas lends itself to all kind of freaky shit we don't want to talk about. But uh, Chicago also, also a very drinking, drinky, drunkard, drunkish. They drink a lot in Chicago and Boston, I guess so too, although I haven't been out there in a minute. Uh, I'm careful about towns where people drink a lot because I'm not a big drinker. I mostly just like to smoke weed. But in Texas, everybody holds their booze pretty well. You know, it's just kind of what they do. They go out and they have two or three or four beers or whatever. And uh, I usually have one or two beers and then a whole lot of weed. And then I'm all right. So we're going to McAllen and then we're going to Laredo, which I've never been to. It's also right on the border. And then uh, Austin for two days, which I will definitely eat all the brisket, uh, mostly at Style Switch Barbecue, and there's a couple other places that I like. And then I'm flying to Berlin, you guys. Uh, we finalize it. So I'm going to be at the International Cannabis Business Conference in Berlin April 10th through the 13th. Uh, so I'm leaving Texas and flying to Berlin. That's going to be an interesting thing. I haven't been to Berlin in 22 years, maybe 94, maybe 93. So maybe 24 years. And... Uh, I remember this is back when Berlin had the Deutschmark, right? So we got to Berlin and they sent me out to find weed because that's my job. I have the dreadlocks and I look like someone you could sell or give weed to. <laughs> and I met this dude first. First, I smoked a hash joint with the receptionist at the hotel because I walked down the steps and I smelled some weed. And me, if you smell weed and you're looking for weed, you fucking follow it to the weed, right? Ipso facto. It only stands the reason QED. There's something like that. And so uh, I noticed that she was trying not to exhale around me, but it was pretty clear that it was her. So I stood around long enough till she offered me a quiet hit. And uh, I diplomatically took one and we talked for a minute. And then I wandered off and found a guy who had two and a half grams of really good Berlin marijuana. I don't know where he got it from. Uh, this is from the day before everything had a name everywhere you would go. It was just weed. Um, although we went to Amsterdam the week after that and uh, White Widow had just started to become popular and we smoked a shit, shit, a metric shit ton of White Widow and did mescaline. But it was Amsterdam, so no laws were broken. But I found a guy who would get me two and a half grams of Berlin's finest weed for uh, 20 Deutschmarks, which was like $12.50. So that's... Six and a half dollars a gram, six twenty-five, a gr- six six fifteen a gram, right? So uh, his name was Steve, and uh, I met him pretty much every day. And then we all hung out. We went and saw a band, uh, like a percussion band from Ghana, and all kind of cool shit. It was a good time. We almost moved to Berlin, so I can't wait to go back uh, and see what's happening, the changes that have been made uh, in eating kartoffel poffers and fantastic German cheeses and good. Dark German beer, yeah? Yeah. I bet they drink a lot in Berlin. You know, that's the thing. I looked it up one time because you think about how much Americans drink and you think about all the advertising for booze and stuff on the the, the media platforms. Uh, America isn't even in the top 10 in alcohol consumed per capita, Right. We're not, I don't even think we're in the top 20. I looked it up before. I'll, I'll, next week I'll have uh, – uh, I'm not going to be all Sean Spicer on you. Look, I said I'd look into it. I didn't say I'd have an answer for you. <laughs> he actually said that. 
<laughs> right? Isn't it implied? So you say to someone, I'm going to look into it, it's implied that you're going to get back to him. He's like, no, I looked into it, and I'm not going to talk to you about it. <laughs> That's cool. Hey, you say, Sean, you said you were going to look into this into this uh, situation in Syria for me. Yeah, I did. What do you think? No, man, I just told you I'd look into it. And uh, it's fine. I just think that's funny. But I'll, I'll try to remember where America is on the per capita drinking scale. But my point is, we don't even drink that much in America uh, compared to some of the other people. So uh, we'll see how it goes in Berlin. I try not to be a follower, but I do like a good beer or a shot or some Jägermeister. We used to drink um, in shortly after college in, in my burgeoning road comic career. There was a drink. I don't remember if it was called a duck fart or a, uh, I don't know, an Adolf or whatever. But it was uh, Jägermeister and Rumplemints. And then you'd mix them half and half in a shot. And then you'd drink that. And uh, it was medicinal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was, uh, it was a very, very powerful, very powerful drink. Not a sweet not a sweet drink at all. Make you feel uh, like you were going to go hunt boar in the winter, perhaps with just a spear and a goat, uh, which is probably the, the most honest way to hunt boar. I don't know. I've never hunted a boar. If you ever saw the movie Tampopo, uh, this is a spoiler, by the way, but uh, the movie will still be fine. Uh, one guy, just before he dies, talks about how a tribe, a herd, a pack of wild boars up in the mountains, and in the winter, all they do is eat these sweet potatoes, right? They know where the sweet potatoes are, and they dig them up, and they eat these sweet potatoes all winter. So what you do is a few months in the winter is you go up, and you hunt one of them, and then you take its intestines, right? And you just kind of wrap them up, and then you grill them, and then you have a, uh, a natural sweet potato and pork sausage, right? And half of me is like, man, that's kind of gross, because that's really close to pork poop and then the other half of me is like man that makes perfect sense man as long as you cook it enough and eat high up enough the colon where it's still mostly sweet potato and not uh actual poop but i guess they're probably just pooping straight sweet potatoes at that point so i don't know i don't know i'm not a japanese gangster in a movie about top ramen so i can't really speak on it i just i just thought it was an interesting what's the weirdest thing you ever ate you ever eat any sweet potato pork intestine Sausages? No, me neither. Uh, I never had balut either. I don't know how we became Andrew Zimmer. We just kind of talk about things as we sit out here on a beautiful, beautiful day in San Antonio. Uh, the Kerrville bus just went by. I'm sitting outside Sabina's Coffee Shop, which is built into an old house. They have a vinyl room where you can just sit and listen to records, strong Wi-Fi, and good coffee. Uh, we'll be right back. In a couple minutes, right here on your favorite podcast of all podcasts, on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. 
industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Equio, New Frontier's cutting-edge big data platform, puts the information and answers you need right at your fingertips in real time to help you more effectively run your cannabis business. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. Again, that's www.equio.io. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Rollin' with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. Welcome back. This is Ungayo Bilam, the Chocolate Mountain Enjoyer. <laughs> That's a classic. Bingo was his name-o. Sitting here on a beautiful spring day, watching the birds frolic in San Antonio, Texas. You're listening to Rollin' with Ungayo. Big ups to the, the sponsor, Saturn Ranch. Big ups to my homies. At Chameleon Glass, big up to you. Oh, by the way, if you live in the Sacramento or the Bay Area, I want you to know I'm throwing a Fancy Pants Cannabis Tasting Dinner Party in Fair Oaks, California, which is about 15 minutes outside of Sacramento on Saturday, May 6th from 4 to 10. We're only selling 100 tickets. I got a few tickets left. Um, You can text me directly, 213-804-6121, Mike Jones, or you can send me an email ngaio420 at yahoo.com and we can talk about it uh what's going to happen is you're going to show up you get a little gift bag there'll be other goodies and all the tables and stuff uh all you can eat all you can smoke all you can dab all those good things happening on saturday may 6th so it's a good thing to do with your tax refund in case you're wondering listen my cotton mouth is fierce and yet i'm going to take another hit of this j1 because this shit is delicious and i'm right next door to the coffee shop and i only got to talk for like four more minutes so, what am I going to do? Seems like I can find my lighter. I'm low-key bummed that I only have one day in San Antonio, right? 26 hours. Because I love it down here. I like to kick it. They got a lot of good art. The people are great. It's got a lot of good neighborhoods. Uh, the weed is nice. The bus system is pretty good. And, and people are finding out. Rent is still cheap. My boy bought his house seven years ago, and he's got a nice house. It's a big house. He bought it for like 100 something thousand dollars and so prices have gone up but they're nothing like uh california prices or new york prices or portland prices or or ashland or any of these other places i mean you know it's not as cheap as reno but if you're looking for a spot to hang out in san antonio is a good spot i probably shouldn't tell you that they're probably like quit fucking telling people because the houses are expensive and the rent's going up oh my god i have to pay seven hundred (laughs) dollars It's all relative. There was a thing 
uh, on the internet the other day, and someone was like, "This is how you can save money, even if you have a minimum wage job." And one of the deals was you have to move to a shitty town, like move to Buffalo. And and I'm not talking shit on Buffalo. I'm sure the good people of Buffalo are fantastic. Uh, I say shitty. I didn't mean it like in a pejorative. I just meant like, you know, there's a reason people don't move to Buffalo, man. It's colder than all kind of shit out there constantly all the time. But the point is, I don't know. But the point is the minimum wage should be higher. <laughs> That's my point. It's a long way to go. All right, listen, I'm going to Berlin, right? I'm going to be at the International Cannabis Business Conference in Berlin, April 10th to the 13th. Then I'm coming back. I'm going to be in Oakland on the 15th. I'm going to be at the San Francisco Punchline on the 19th of April. I'm going to be at the Sacramento Punchline on the 20th of April. I will be at Last Unlimited in Old Sacramento April 28th to the 30th. May 9th, I will be in Seattle. May 10th, I will be at the parlor in Bellevue as part of the dope show May 12th. Hey, Bellingham, Washington, listen up May 12th. We're doing a show at my homie Stacy's house. He's got a big house. Admission is $10. There will be food and drink and comedy old school house party comedy style. That's in Bellingham. Get at me at the aforementioned phone numbers and emails. If you want more information on the Bellingham comedy show, cool people are invited to attend. If you got some negative attitudes or some shit, don't, uh, don't do that. Cause you're going to my friend's house. So you're kind of representing friendship. You understand? Right. Rituals. Uh, May 13th in Bo Washington at the handmade dabs, Art and Music and Glass Festival and Auction and Raising Money thing. And it's a big festival. There's places to wander around. It's going to be great. Bring weed. May 14th, a special Hi Mom. Get it? Hi Mom. Mother Day show at the Comedy Underground in Seattle on the 14th of May. And then there'll be other gigs as events warrant. I'd like to thank you all for taking time out of your day to listen to me ramble about Texas. The stars at night are big and bright. Clap, 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 clap. Deep in the heart of Texas. I had to do that. I I was singing that all day. And uh, always ask yourself, what would John Wayne do that wasn't racist or sexist? (laughs) We'll see you again. Thanks again for listening to us. We'll see you uh, back here next week on Rolling with Ungayo. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.